It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. stairs this is paul james caden and this is stan wangland and we are the people under the stairs (laughs) and we are literally in a room under the stairs yes we are (laughs) (laughs) and this is fun being under the stairs here and uh we don't have a solitary candle. We have two LED candles on our, our table. And if there's a little bit of echo, that's because we are in the room under the stairs. <laughs> hey, you know, Paul, we, we really are. And uh, we do you want to tell people, since this is the first show that we're doing, do you want, you want to tell them what the idea or the concept of the show is? We were talking together when you came to the area here, and you've got this wonderful place downstairs in your new beautiful apartment with this huge place under the stairs which is like really cool yeah it's 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 a big uh, a big storage room and i told my wife i said let's not use the whole thing for storage there's a a little area in the corner to put some bins i said let's let's leave it open where we could put some chairs in there and you know you could read or more importantly do podcasts and youtube videos (laughs) and that's that evolved from there we're uh 
we're living the dream right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, have you ever seen one of those horror movies for somebody, you know, they have like a whole family or a whole tribe of people and they're living under the stairs? Yep. Well, for the, um, for the uh, audience out there, here you have two podcasters who are podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we can crawl out from underneath here or crawl back in there, light a candle, and it'll uh, stimulate our, our, our mental activity to come up with some good podcasting shows for everybody. And, and maybe one day we'll, we'll come to you live in the cubby hole under the stairs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I like that. I like that idea. So what we're going to talk to you about today, this podcast is a little different. Uh, many of you uh, probably know uh, my YouTube channel. Sorry, we had a pause there. My, <laughs> my YouTube channel and uh, and podcast, The Spirit Side, and, and Stan has uh, Mind Body, talking about Mind Body and Spirit, and there's a new one you have, which is... Yeah, it's a, it's a real nice show called Just Thinking, and it's on the Reality Check Podcast Network. So it's uh, it's a new show, and it's um, it's a it's a really nice show. Uh, that's a little bit different than talking about mind, body, and, and spirit. Yeah. So this one, we we wanted to really marry all the elements of the podcasts, and uh, no limits. Whatever we want to talk about, we're just people under the stairs talking about whatever we want to talk about. Could be the paranormal. Could be social issues. What are we talking about today, Stan? <laughs> You know, Paul, you had given me an idea and I forgot. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm completely blocking. I've had so much fun being over your uh, place and being down on the stairs here today. What do, what do you think we should talk about with the folks? Well, the idea was the the web of deceit. Right, the web of deceit. And uh, I, I think this covers a lot of... Um, a lot of the areas that we want the podcast to be about because we want a little bit of the paranormal, a little bit of spirituality, a little bit of social, uh, you know, issues that are going on. Like I said, what, whatever we want to talk about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we didn't want to make this a podcast that is just limited to one subject because, you know, you'll have a half a dozen different podcasts if you, if you, want to talk about all the different things that you're interested in right you know <laughs> so we thought we would just have one where it's you know anything goes so this one really covers uh with the web of the sea we're, we're talking about the internet mm -hmm. and uh you know all of the uh the stories out there that are that are so false and people just buy right into it. Yeah, and it's not like a fake news kind of a thing. By um, uh, you know, I, I think when when we were talking about the web of deceit, even though uh, there probably is uh, you know reporting out there that's designed just to shock or get ratings mm. or things like that. But uh, I think we were thinking about um, with a web of deceit. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, being manipulated to uh, you know to to believe a false narrative or putting out uh, erroneous information for ratings or for social or political or monetary purposes would that would that be pretty correct, Paul? With the web, yeah, that's that's part of it. But I I think too that you know the the thing that really inspired this for me was uh, a video i saw advertised it was like a, a winged gargoyle saw in nicaragua or guatemala was some place like that and mm -hmm. you know it, it was a big thing on the internet you know like the you know there's this winged gargoyle spotted in, right you know and and i watched the video and and, and it was clearly 
CGI. You you could tell, but but people were believing it. Mm-hmm. You know, so whether it's straight up manipulation or whether it's somebody just hoaxing or having a very peculiar offbeat opinion about something, mm-hmm. people watch it and they 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 don't they don't think critically. They don't research. Right. They 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 just say they they see it, they hear it, so it must be true. Mm-hmm. Or here's this personality talking about it that I like, so it must be true. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, another one of the things that there's a very a couple of very popular YouTube channels, and you know, there's this thing in the UFO uh, phenomenon uh, across YouTube where people are taking pictures of clouds in the sky saying, mm-hmm. well, look, this this is unnatural. This cloud is perfectly triangular or rectangular. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, somebody put a picture up, you know, where there was a diamond-shaped cloud, and they're saying, well, this is unnatural. Is it is mm-hmm. it a craft? Is there is there something... Is there something... Uh, something up there? Yeah, you know, they, they they got these diamond-shaped clouds, and then, and then there was there's, there's a a very popular UFO uh, YouTube channel, and, and the guy seems like he's a nice guy. He just tries to you know put videos or news reports of things that are you know unexplainable, mm-hmm. and he's putting up these very uh, you know oh here's another person that sent them the the shot of a, a diamond-shaped cloud in the sky, you know and. And it's clearly not. It's it's very jagged and collapsed on one end. But you know, people believe it because so and so said it or put up the uh, the video. You know, there's there's another guy who does conspiracy theories that you know his whole thing is that he believes in the flat Earth mm-hmm. and the sun and the moon and the stars. They're not out in outer space. They're they're in the firmament. And he says that the stars are actually uh, spiritual entities or fallen angels imprisoned in orbs of fire, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people, oh, my gosh, you know, I never thought of that. You're so right. So very, very gullible, you know, and I. Well, do you think it goes, Paul, do you think things like that, not to cut you off, but do you, do you think that that we're looking that with certain people for whatever reasons, um, uh you know, gullibility can be a factor. Ignorance can be a factor, but mm-hmm. that can't account for it all. Sometimes people want to believe in something so much. They're so disappointed in the world that they live in, or they're so so lacking in substance in their life, or their vision of the way that they think they want things to be, that they actually start to become almost delusional. They'll mm-hmm. believe anything. Now, like when you talk about a flat earther. I can see how somebody can hoax you with a with a um, with a UFO. I can see how somebody can hoax you with a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when somebody says they believe in a flat Earth mm-hmm. and something like that, it's like like when people talk about theories. You can take your keys and say, "Oh, you don't believe in uh, in gravity." Here, how many times you want me to drop the keys? Mm-hmm. It'd be fifty million times they're going to drop. Right. Well, how could you fly in a plane if you couldn't navigate the plane through longitude and latitude, and that's based on a circular Earth, or you know, you have uh, you know spaceships and everything else that go out, or even a, even a plane or a ship, you know, going on the horizon, you lose view of it. Common sense would tell you mm-hmm. that you know the Earth isn't flat. So you'd have to say, what would provoke somebody if they're being serious to believe that? 
You know, what, yeah. what would what would the need be? And then you get into, I think, the web of deceit. Then when you have certain people who are like grifters mm-hmm. or manipulators, they know that just based on mathematics alone, there's going to be a certain percentage of people who are going to buy that crap. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing that Las Vegas performers would do for years and years and years with um, with hypnotism. Hypnotism isn't a that's a that's a an art, no science mm-hmm. to that. But gullibility factor is something that has to be there. Okay. So a hypnotist will say in Las Vegas will say to everybody, everybody stand up in the audience and put your hands above your head, and I'm going to count to three. And by the time three, you, you won't be able to put your hands down. When you close your eyes, he's watching or she's watching. Those people who have a hard time putting their hands mm-hmm. down. Those are the people all right, all right. that he's got. He's got his audience. And maybe in some of these things, it's a, it's a similar thing. You chum the waters through uh, the Internet. Mm-hmm. You've got this massive audience. It's the same thing as a performer mm-hmm. uh, doing it in Las Vegas. What do you think? Did I take you off track there with uh, no, I, a point I, on that? I, I, th- I think a big part is it, uh, people losing hope or, or, yes. or looking for uh, something to believe because, you know, we're, we're both uh, spiritual people and, you know, right. We're, we're not unaware that spirituality has been really drained out of society. The, the the big religious organizations have let, you know, droves of people down with mm-hmm. the scandals and the, you know, the, the very poor teachings that many of them put out through the pulpit. So, and I've said this before in videos, pe- people are scrambling to the four winds looking for truth, looking for something to believe. So there is a certain number of them that will... Um, just grab onto these things, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it makes some kind of sense to them or, you know, maybe they kind of thought something along these lines and then somebody kind of affirms it. Mm-hmm. And, um, but still it's, you know, the, there's so many people that they'll defend those beliefs with, you know, violence and, and hatred, you know, like those who believe that something like Sandy Hook or other, uh, shootings in a school or a hoax, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. stalking these people, you know, you're a liar, you're a psyop, you ought to, you know, you ought to be shot and killed for what you've done. You don't Mm -hmm. even have, have children, you know, uh, uh, unbelievable, you know, how, how far down the rabbit hole people, uh, fall with, with some of this stuff. What do you think is the, uh, what do you think is the motivation with, um, with uh, what we're calling today the web of deceit. What, what do you think for the people who perpetrate it? And obviously there's people who respond to it, people who believe in it, uh, people who foster it, people who are amenable to it, and then there's the people who develop it, mm-hmm. you know, just like the CIA would do, uh, or they do do today, or mm-hmm. any, or any uh, intelligence agency. They call it disinformation. Mm-hmm. If I want to assassinate your character as a politician, I just come out with a news article that says, uh, Paul is uh, not a drug abuser. He's not a pedophile. Now, Paul isn't a pedophile, and Paul doesn't use drugs. Mm-hmm. So that's not even... But if I put that out in a news report, there's going to be a bunch of people that say, Oh, I didn't know Paul was a pedophile and a yeah. drug abuser. Yeah, absolutely. Because you paired them with those two things. So mm-hmm. they have an agenda right. to do that. Who do you think are the people that, um, whether it's a false gargoyle or religion or a political thing, who, who are the people that are behind that, Paul, and what do you think their motivation is? Well, I, I think there are some people that, that do have a clear motive. Um, I think there's people that do it just as a joke. Mm-hmm. 
they hoax things, they, they put information out there that is not true, and then they, you know, and, and they'll sit back and laugh. Look, look how many thousands or hundreds of thousands of people subscribe to my channel and, 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 and agree with this right. BS, you know. Uh, there are those who may have a different agenda, whether it's religious or political. And then they're just playing out, for lack of a better word, uh, crazy people. But some of those crazy people are very charismatic. Really and, good point. And, and, you know, people, you know, there's that percentage of people that see somebody, maybe they're kind of good looking or they're just very charismatic and strong in their speaking, uh, even though what they're speaking is very wrong. You know, they, they put it forth in an authority, authoritative tone. And, uh, and and people will, uh, you know, hey, he seems like he knows what he's talking about. I believe him, you know. It's and, like P.T. Barnum said, used to uh, say, there's a sucker born every minute. Yeah. And I don't think it changes over time. And you you can see it uh, in, in different things. Uh, you know, uh, and an easy one to use is um, you're using the uh, occult or, you know, the gargoyles or, you know, unusual, abnormal mm-hmm. anomalies. Uh, th- those are ones that are easy to do oh, because yeah. you can say, well, you know, that's suspicious. But the ones that are the big, the ones that I'm looking for are motivated by money, mm-hmm. uh, not so much power. And the, the way you see that is in religion. Oh, sure. I was uh, I was flicking the channels the other day, and when I moved to Georgia many years ago in the 70s, uh, Jim Baker, you remember him from the PTL Club? I do, and I know what you're going to say because I've seen it too. <laughs> he got, well, he's got, he had Heritage USA, a yeah. big thing, and I can never forget in 1977 or 1978 listening to him uh, because I lived in Georgia. I lived in the Bible Belt, and his show was on every afternoon for like three hours, and then mm. it was in the morning. Then it would go all day long almost. But uh, my girlfriend's grandmother was a big contributor there and because they were evangelists. The family were uh, Pentecostals. Yeah. Yeah. But he was on, and uh, I'm watching him, and he was very slick on how he did it. Mm-hmm. And he would say, you know, you know, the other day, you know, God always provides for you. Tammy and I, we didn't really have anything. We had this old broken-down freezer and blah, blah, blah. But somebody in the church needed something, so I took my last hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I gave it, yeah. and I donated it to it. And you know what? The next thing I know, out of nowhere, yeah. uh, Brother Bob comes up and he says, you know, I got a brand new freezer. It's better than that old one. <laughs> and I got this big freezer twice the size of it. And uh, next thing I know, the next day, God, this is the, the wrap he used. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, Brother, uh, Sister uh, Ellen had a wedding ring. And, you know, it didn't fit her hand anymore. And she says, Pastor Jim... I want you to take that wedding ring and, 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 you know, put the money for the, you know, towards your church and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then another guy donated meat for the freezer. And he says, out of my $100 donation, he says, I got thousands and yeah. thousands of dollars back. And there you go. And you're thinking, he's getting the old ladies with the rings who are widows. All right. He's getting other people who want to, they're looking at God as a genie. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, if I bet $100, I'm going to get... 4000 in return. <laughs> I mean, these are things that grifters use. Now, Jim Baker is back, mm-hmm. and he's, he's building a chapel. Yeah. Now he, he's an old guy now. He's building a chapel in North Carolina, and this week, this is this week right now, he needs that money, $1,000 a person for the road. 
<laughs> for the chapel. <laughs> and you know what he's selling? Tons of food that are for preppers. The prepper foods. Prepper That's foods, it. and then he was also selling royal mint jelly for your health. Oh, boy. And it's made especially for the Jim Baker show. And you're saying, this is the same son of a gun yeah. who, remember him going to jail, folks? Everything and crying like a baby when the cops took him away and put him in jail and he left his wife and Timmy Fig Baker had cancer and died and everything else. And that was uh, drugs and prostitutes, uh, yeah. for those of you who may not know. And yet he's still out and amassed uh, a great following. And, yes, and, and the other one was my favorite was Ernest Angeli, who's still on. I actually met Ernest Angeli, and he's from Louisiana when I was a young man. I used to absolutely love watching Ernest Angeli because he was so bizarre and so obvious that he was a hoax <laughs> that I admired him. And he would say, this is Ernest Angeli, he would say, you know, I was a I was a pimp and a bad guy. And, one day, and he would actually say that he was a pimp and he was in his hotel room. <laughs> and an angel came down and floated him right out the window and he was saved. Yep. And he was the guy who'd come up and uh, if he had a little something to matter with your smell, it was always smell or hearing. And he'd say, heal. And he'd whack you on the head and you'd pass out. And then he'd come up to your ear and say, Jesus. And he'd say, baby. Now, you know what I used to say to people? That's very powerful. And people believe it. Why couldn't Ernest Angeli ever heal a pimple? Just a little tiny pimple on your nose. A little tiny cut. A, a little tiny anything. Uh-huh. You should cut yourself shaving in the morning. Now, he could heal your ear. He made you Jesus, and you go, Jesus. <laughs> He'd hear your smell. He'd knock you out. Why couldn't he do that? But, you know, people didn't, they don't want to hear my argument with that. They just, they loved him. As a matter of fact, I knew he was a faker, and I thought he was so cute and endearing. One time, I think I sent him 10 bucks and told him, you're a liar, but I think you're wonderful. <laughs> and I sent him some money because he just had a big set of chops on him. <laughs> So I don't know if this is a part of the subject that you wanted to get into or not. I'm not insulting healing with faith or other things like that. But certain people, I think, are part of the web of deceit for money. Oh, sure. For cash, for greenbacks. And man, everybody, people are good hearted. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they're a little greedy. Everybody's a little greedy. They want a place in heaven. They want good things, whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll part with their cash. Oh, yeah. For things like that. And um, the, the people don't realize, too, that, that there's such a thing as, as waking suggestions in hypnosis. It's called waking, you know, waking suggestions. Mm-hmm. That's why you see on commercials, you know, they have an 800 number. Call now. Sure. Because there's a certain amount of people that will, will hear that command in a waking state. And Very they'll, good. they'll call now. Yes. You know, or like the other televangelist, uh, Kenneth Copeland, you know, what I caught from him a lot when he would mm-hmm. plug his books and his tapes, mm-hmm. you know, he'd always say, you need this, you know, right. so, and there, I, I need that. I better call up and order that damn tape set. <laughs> but you know what that's called, by the way? That, and that's a classic in sales. I used to teach management, Paul. And, uh, you know, and that's called creating a sense of urgency mm-hmm. in people. If you can create a sense of urgency, you're going to hell. Your health is going to be compromised. Mm. Uh, Jesus ain't going to love you unless right. you're doing this. Your wife's going to leave you. You're not going to get to promotion, whatever it is. If I can create a sense of urgency, bad things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. But this is a protection. That was a very good point that you made. Yeah. You you take that command literally. Yeah. And some and some people might do it 
not even knowing, you know, like you, you get the uh, one kind of uh, off the hook, uh, I think a little mentally uh, off balanced YouTuber, you know, he'll say some of the most outrageous things, but, but he'll tell those that listen, you know, if you don't believe me, I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't believe what I'm saying. You're stupid. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be fine for the the new world order. You know, so it's you know right away people. Well, I don't want to be stupid. I have to believe. You know, I must believe what he says. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's he has this uh, sense of authority. You know, what's one for your viewers too. And uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this this kind of a discussion because you know we're not a couple of nuts. Well, we are a couple of nuts <laughs> under <laughs> but, the stairs. Under the stairs. <laughs> but uh, we try and uh, when Paul and I do our shows, our other shows, we you know we take controversial things of, or things that may, that may rely on faith and not just fact alone. Mm-hmm. But we also try and back it up with some fact or some common sense or some critical thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to believe what we're saying, you know, check this out from from reliable sources yourself. But there's another thing that goes on with people. If you notice, there's no more cigarette commercials allowed on TV. And if I'm not mistaken, you're not allowed to use commercials for alcohol that much either. Uh, They're limited, uh, you know, or to certain times of the day, if I'm not mistaken. But I may be mistaken on that, but certainly not cigarettes. And that's because of something that every student who takes Psychology 101 knows. And you touched on it when you were talking about the uh, subliminal commands or the outright commands. And I talked on it with creating a sense of urgency. And it's called classical conditioning. And uh, a lot of you have probably heard about that. You say, man, I have a conditioned response to something. There is a thing that absolutely works. Like if I say, hey, let's pledge allegiance. You get up and put your hand over your heart. You've got a conditioned behavior to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go into a church, you'll do a certain thing. Uh, if uh, there's certain events that happen, you'll be. It'll almost be like a reflex, and that's what a classically conditioned thing is. And you know how you create that? You take a thing that we call a neutral stimulus. That means it hasn't. It's usually food, sex, something to do with um, your survival. Those are, those are what we call primary process things. Things that are really important to people. They're neutral things, though. And then we pair them instantaneously with something else. So years ago, cigarette advertisers knew that. they take uh, the Marlboro Man. they take people smoking cools, uh, women and men sitting in bars and sexy situations and smoking cigarettes. The implication is there. You're cool. You're part of a crowd. You're going to go home with this man or woman and fool around with them. Mm-hmm. And you get conditions. So when you see a cigarette, you're pairing not cigarette with cancer. You're pairing a cigarette with a good time. I know I was a smoker for years. And you know what was the hardest thing about smoking? was all the rituals that go along with it. And a friend of mine said, yeah, Stan, cigarettes are an old friend. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Well, it's the same way with other things. If you have alcohol or you have Budweiser beer, people are having fun. Or remember the last big commercial that they had with beers that they actually took it off. They actually took that off the air then with people. It was all the women in a like a fountain with bathing suits. And it had to do with beers and whatever it is. And, and people became outraged because they're pairing sexy girls fun with beer. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why people become alcoholics, not just for the alcohol addiction from drinking that. Because... You can't have a good time unless you're bummed. You're not going to go out and be with the chicks uh, unless you've got the beer. So classical conditioning is really, really important. And it's it's part of the web of deceit, folks. 
Yeah. You know, when you see a commercial on TV and, uh, you know, you see a food, you know, the food is designed with different products, you know, to, to make the two of them match together. So when you think you're hungry, you're thinking of this particular food. And making you say things is the same thing. It's called cognitive dissonance. You say something over and over again, just said it and forget it. You know, live life with gusto. You keep saying those things, you tend to believe those things. So that can be also part of this web of deceit. There are things that people can do to manipulate you. Uh Advertisers do it all the time. Politicians do it all the time. When you see all these things on the Internet, we call them memes. Uh Little buzzwords, little buzz sayings. I did a whole show on it, Dance Like Nobody's Watching. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) But you'll think if you're not dancing like nobody's watching and just being yourself and, uh, you know, doing your own damn thing 24-7, you're not living life appropriately. (laughs) And that's just crazy. (laughs) If I danced like nobody was watching, they'd either think I was having an epileptic fit or or take me away. (laughs) What do you think is behind the gargoyle thing, though, Paul? Going around circle here. Yeah, I... Uh, what do you for, think that's about? Attention? For, money? For me, I, I, I think it was just a hoax. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it was a hoax to see uh, how many bites uh, they could get on it and how many people would believe it. But, but I mean, all the things in the web of deceit are, are bothersome. But I, I have that particular uh, tender spot when it comes to spiritual things or the paranormal right you know because there there are things in this world that we can't explain and we have people that right. are very educated that research and go out in the field and investigate these things you know even uh, religion you know there's so many people that have religious or spiritual experiences that are 100% legitimate but then when you have so, so many hoaxes and liars and, you know, uh, you know, whispering Jesus in your ear to heal your, your, <laughs> your deafness, it, that it really does, um, diminish. And, and this is why so many people, you know, look at it and say, well, you know, that's, that's just a lot of nonsense. You know, it's, it's Santa Claus in the sky. And, and I think that goes, uh, not only with, spirituality but but everything in our world where common sense is needed mm-hmm. people are just throwing the baby out with the with the bathwater because i we were just talking before we did the the podcast um you know about the the agenda to dumb people down and and there is through the media and, that and, and the government but then you get all these other people that that pull the hoaxes and and, and where they might not be purposely trying to dumb anybody down they're just doing it for haha they're still in the same arena you know putting out the false information getting so many people to believe it uh diminishing common sense you know so they're they're, they're kind of the um the unwilling uh, participants in helping to dumb people down. You know, you made a really important point. My late daughter, a Christian, was a, a, an anthropologist, and when she was doing her doctorate, uh, and just so that you guys know, if you want to check it out, uh, so that you know Paul and I are telling the truth, uh, my daughter's name was Christian Wangland, W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D. She's a published uh, person in the, in the scientific world, and her last publication that she was working on was with the Lancet 
which is a, a world-famous um, uh, publication for scientists and everything else like that. But the point of my story is, and I wanted to tell you that so that I have some credibility mm. with you on some things, besides bragging about my daughter, my late daughter, who was a, a, a brilliant intellect with many things. She's a brilliant researcher. When she was working on her doctorate uh, through, uh, one of, I'm not going to mention the college, uh, the top researcher that the college had hired from Japan uh, was here at the college, and he adored my daughter, and he asked her to work on many things with her. And then he was one of the co-authors of her doctoral uh, research. Uh, and the way it works in the academic world is the doctoral student does all the work, but then they get some high names to, uh, you know, sign off on their papers. And, and the other person that was on her paper, which I cannot mention his name, was actually a person who was uh, a nominee for the Nobel Prize. Mm. So her pedigree was with a mentor uh, one step away from a Nobel Prize, which is very, very high. Well, lo and behold, to Paul's point, when people have hoaxes and they get mixed in with other things, my daughter comes to me one day and she says, Dad, I have a really bad dilemma. And I said, what's the problem? She says, this was my doctoral thesis. And she said, why? Now, keep in mind, the other people on the, the publication, uh, you know, also get credit, also get credit for this um, research that you're doing. It's part of the game that people play. We're under the stairs and somebody flushed the toilet. <laughs> but uh, this is really uh, this is really something else. My daughter's dilemma was she says, I think Professor So-and-so is fudging the data. Hmm. She thought the person was manipulating the data. As a matter of fact, she knew that the person was manipulating, massaging some of the data. And for those of you who may be scientists, we found that out that even with the guy who uh, discovered, you know, genetics, uh, Gregor Mendel, you know, with Mendel and his peas, they looked at his work. Some of his work, even though it was correct, was a little bit fudged. So my daughter said, what should we do? And what should I do? I said, what do you want to do? She says, I, I want to change my, I want to change my dissertation. I said, after all that work and expense? She said, yeah. And I said, why? Uh, I mean, I understand, but tell me your reasons. And it was Paul's reason exactly. She says, number one, it's wrong. But number two, somebody will check that work. And if they ever find that error, my career is over forever. Mm -hmm. I said, but you didn't do that. It just doesn't matter. My name will be on that paper. I'm supposed to check the data. And if I didn't, I'm screwed. If I, if I did check it and find that I'm screwed, if I go ahead with it, I'm screwed. So your point is precise. If, if you're checking out uh, odd incidents of, if you're really searching for Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or something else, and you're doing it legitimately, like some people have, like in the 60s, people look for the abominable snowman in the Himalayas, you know, mm. for real. If you come out and you make a phony footprint, you debunk everything else. Everything else becomes poisoned, yep. you know, by your, by your hoax. Yep. And then people wouldn't believe it. It's kind of like the Michael Cohn thing, you know, where people are saying you're a liar. So therefore, criminals often, when they get bagged and they flip, they wind up telling the truth. But people, mm. are, they don't want to believe them because they lied in the first place. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it, 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 it pollutes the water. There you go. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, as, as, as we're closing in on a little bit over a, a half hour here, um, I think I just want to cap this off because there, there's so many people that fight for the right to believe in that erroneous information that comes right. from the, the web of the sea. And they'll, 
they'll they'll threaten other people with with violence and right. you know hatred. Um, no matter what you put forth to them, you know mm-hmm. the, the, they'll say, "Well, you know that's interesting," but no, you know, the, the, no matter what you put on the evidence table, that they they just won't or can't believe anything outside of what they chose to believe, even if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And and I I find that very dangerous, very sad. You know the direction society's going in. But when I thought of this podcast this morning, uh. If I may interject sure. a, a a verse from the Bible that came to mind, and it is from Second Timothy, which says, "For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables." And now I wanted to. Just take a look while I look this up that, you know, whenever I read things or have read things in the Bible that are prophetic or talking about the future, I've always said these things may happen in a way that our religions are not putting forth. We have to keep an open mind. It could be a very big supernatural uh, happening that, that, you know, frightens many people, or it could be something much mm-hmm. more practical. We, ha- we have to keep an open mind. We have to do the critical thinking. And a lot of people, when they read that verse, they go, well, yeah, that's just, they're teaching false Christianity or false religion. It's, it's... But listen to the definition of the word doctrine. A belief or set of beliefs held and taught by a church, political party, or other group. Mm -hmm. So now you think about it. You know, why could not this verse not just be talking about church and religious party, but other groups? Oh, absolutely. I think that's what it does say. Yeah. Opening your ears to to fables, surrounding yourself with people that that will just tell you what you want to hear, no matter how outrageous or wrong it is. It's one of the great points when you take things from the Bible or you take things from a book of philosophy or commentaries that people uh, just are using um, fine critical thinking. Uh, I was trying to tell somebody the other day, uh, they get into all this stuff, this is the word of God, this is that. No, put that aside. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that are time-tested truths. Mm -hmm. And if they're in the Bible, why wouldn't you listen to them? Mm -hmm. If they're in the Quran, why wouldn't you listen to them? If they're in uh, the I Ching, why wouldn't you listen to them? Uh, if they're in a book by uh, Norman Mailer, uh, some story, uh, you know, or some parable or some metaphor about the human condition, why wouldn't you learn from it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a timeless kind of a truth yeah. that, you know, beware of, of you know, false teachings yeah. and that people will get lazy uh, or people will receive erroneous information. Isn't that kind of the intent with that? With that? And, yeah. uh, you know. You don't want to be part of false doctrine. You have to be aware of that. Well, and, and I think people need to um, they need to drop the, uh, the 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 arrogance and the pride and and 
you know, be willing to look at things from the other side of the, the, the coin, you know, and not be so stubborn to say, well, I choose to believe this because so-and-so said it and, and it matches, you know, it, it feeds my anger, you know, against the world or my pride or my arrogance right. or, you know, my, uh, my scary religious beliefs that I'm right and everybody else is wrong and going to hell. We, we got to get away from that. Because That's a confirmation bias. That's what it's called. You, yeah. you look for the things that confirm what you already believe, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and a test pilot wouldn't use that. You know, if a guy was test piloting a plane or something, he has to be open minded. Otherwise, he's going to go right into the ground man, or explode. Mm -hmm. He's got to he's got to go where the telemetry, where the facts take him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for the for the audience out there, this is I've, I've had a great time today doing the first show and everything. And I can't wait to do just a ton more of these. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. But, uh, you know, this is the point of the podcast when Paul and I talk, uh, you know, privately and everything else or in our other podcasts. Nobody's looking to 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 take your money. Uh, nobody's looking to make you uh, shoot the president or uh, you know become a leftist or a socialist or a Republican or anything else. What we like to do is just look out there in the world and maybe take a look at something that's important and examine it with you. Talk about it to to share what we know about it or, or ask questions about what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And you know when you have a dialogue like that. You, you pick up something. Mm. You pick up something, it starts with an open mind. Yeah. You know, that you can entertain an idea other than one that you had a preconceived notion about. Mm. And for me, I hope that's what we accomplished with the show. Yeah. I have a lot of fun with you, some challenging ideas. I learn every time I do a show. I have to rethink my values, rethink my knowledge. Yeah. And I hope you get the same out of it today. Yeah, definitely. You know, I always say my thing, I want people to um, think for themselves, think critically, flush the toilet. Well, again, we're under the <laughs> stairs, folks. This is, this is great. I love this. This is so This is so raw, man, so authentic. It is, and that's that's what we wanted it to be. We, You know, we've always done podcasts together or independently that we're just, you know, raw from the hip, nothing rehearsed. Nope. And, uh... You know, that's what we wanted with this one because, you know, I, I knew under the stairs it would be a little bit, you know, there'd be some pipe noise or, uh, you know, whatever. But, hey, that's uh, we wanted it under the stairs. So it, it's authentic. We're, we're truly an underground network. <laughs> Gets run to the ground. <laughs> From an undisclosed location. <laughs> yep. And with that, we are going to uh, wrap up episode number one, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see you again soon with, uh, with with another one, as soon as we uh, have time and idea, and, and Stan can come over and, and come under the stairs. I love it. Yeah. I think we should do them all under the stairs, though. I'd like to, I lo always love to have you over my place, too, but, I, you know, under the stairs is just perfect. It is. I think it, it, is. it creates authenticity. How, what, what are you looking at, Paul? At least uh, one, once or twice a week, we do something. Get something out there, or what? Yeah, that, you know. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm. I'm always ready. I, I usually do um, one thing or another. You know, pretty much every day, whether it's a podcast or a yeah. video. So. Oh, I'd love to do at least one a week. Yeah. So or if you'd like, you know, this one. I mean, certainly, if it's. Uh, you know, if we have an idea, I'll do one, two, three, how many ever we, we decide. we. Uh, and you want people to subscribe to the show, obviously, right? To hit that subscribe button? 
Yes. Hit the, everything else like that? Hit the subscribe button here on YouTube, and you can also listen to the people under the stairs on um, what is Jonathan's network? Yeah, well, uh, it, it's going to be the Reality uh, Check Podcast Network, but we could probably tell them on the next show. Yeah, and, and tell them you know it, it, you know uh, when we send out a, a couple of shows to have that that done over there. Yeah, and uh, and we'll put the link to that. In yes. the, the next one. So, do you mind if I promote my other shows there for one second? Oh no, go right ahead. Yeah, if you if you like what I have to say here today on my own shows, is talking about mind, body, and spirit with Stan Wangland. I'm on all the platforms. You can just go podcast, and that's Stan Wangland, S T A N W A N G L U N D. You can also get uh, my new show. Uh, which I put out four or five times a week uh, is a short show called Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. Uh, and that's a, a terrific show like the other one. Uh, and they, you have all, I think I'm starting 11, uh, episode 12 already. Just it's coming out to a lot of fun. And if you need to reach me again and want to say hi or do a shout out, shout out to S Wangland. That's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at Gmail. Or you can get me on Twitter at Stanley Wangland. It's just at S. Wangland. And I'm on Facebook as well. And I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and if anybody out there listening to uh, the, the YouTube or the podcast, if if you have, uh, you know, a paranormal story that, that you love would it. like to tell, UFOs, ghosts, I mean, that, that's love something it. that... We, we want to do on this show, you know, drop us a line. You know, I'll, I'll leave, uh, uh, you know, my email, uh, maybe stands if he writes it down in the, the uh, description sure. below. And uh, drop us a line, you know, if you want to just call in and, and be on the show and, and talk about uh, maybe something uh, strange that, that you've seen or experienced. We'd, we'd love to, uh, we'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. And so with that, uh, from under the stairs for now, we bid you farewell, and uh, we'll see you next time under the stairs, man. Yeah, can't wait to see you guys. Peace and love to everybody. All right. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. 
I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at... Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.